Thanks for listening to Victory's podcast today. Connecting people to a life-changing relationship with Jesus is what we're all about. For more resources or to reach out to us, go to victorychristian.church. Enjoy today's message. Hi, everybody. I am so excited to share God's word with you today. Are you ready for the Bible? All right, I'm going to read to you Psalm 84, verses 1 and 2, and then I'm going to jump to verse 10. Psalm 84. How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord Almighty. My soul yearns, even faints, for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. Verse 10. Better is one day in your courts than a thousands elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. I love the scripture where the psalmist is expressing his deep desire to be in the presence of God. And that's what we're going to talk about today, about being people of God's presence. Let's pray. Father, we love you. Thank you for this moment and this time to just set aside, put our focus on you, and just say, God, you're our God and we love you. We want to hear from your word. Thank you for your authority and the authority of your word. Let it make an impact on us as we listen with our ears open and our hearts open. Change and transform us into your likeness and image. I pray for the empowerment of your Holy Spirit. And I pray that the love that is in your heart will come across as I'm sharing your word today. We love you, Father. We love you and we thank you for who you are. It's in your mighty name we pray, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So y'all know that on Friday, most of Virginia moved into phase two of reopening the state. And uh, I know for me, that is super encouraging. I love every step that we're taking uh, to move forward. Most of us want to get back to something more normal. And uh, each step gives us more hope for that. And, you know, with these changes, um, there is this window of opportunity that I see for us to grow and to learn the lessons that God has for us in this season during what's going on with COVID-19. Because, you know, God don't waste anything that's going on in this world to change and transform us. And this is an opportunity. So today's message, I want to I want to encourage you and even teach you about experiencing God's presence in your home. Um, you know, and I know that God is omnipresent. And so, you know, that means that he's everywhere all the time. But, you know, there's something different about experiencing God's manifest presence, that sense that God is here now. I feel it, you know. Many of us know what it is to experience God's presence like in a in a good church service where you just know you can sense that God is moving. You're in this atmosphere where you're just like, I know God is here, right? I can feel it physically, emotionally, in your spirit. You can sense it. You know that he is here in, in that moment. But what I want to do today is I want to share with you some points about how to experience God's presence. And then we're going to get practical about how to enter into his presence. And I want to apply this again, specifically to your home, because it's great to come into a church environment and experience God's presence. But there's something very special and unique about experiencing his presence in your home. And I want to make sure that none of us miss out from that opportunity. So here's a a few practical points. First point, um, you're allowed You have permission to go into God's presence. For a lot of us, our shortcomings, our sins, our shame 
make us feel like we're not worthy to come in and experience God's presence. Well, I want to tell you that you're right. You're not good enough. But here's the thing. You never were good enough. Focusing on yourself is never the way to get into God's presence. We actually don't enter into God's presence um, out of our own goodness or who we are. We actually enter into God's presence based on how good Jesus is, not based on our own righteousness. As a matter of fact, Hebrews 10 verse 19 through 21 says it really clearly. This is what it says. Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter, do you hear that word this morning? Confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way open to us through the curtain that is his body. And since we have a great priest over the house, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and with full assurance that faith brings, having our hearts sprinkled and to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water. The reality is this scripture says that God wants you to have confidence to approach him. The confidence that comes from what Jesus has accomplished. Jesus has, has paid your debts. He has removed your shame. He has torn open the barrier that would separate us from uh, ourselves and the most sacred place with God in his presence. So, as scripture says, draw near to God. Don't focus on yourself. Focus on Jesus and the fact that he has paid a dear price to make sure that you can be reconciled with God and that you can come and approach him with confidence. You've got to know today that that you have permission. You have a way to go to God and experience his presence. And that way is Jesus Christ and all that he has done for you. Second point today. You're wanted. Not like you're wanted in your faces on a milk carton. I mean, the Lord wants you to be close to him. The Lord wants you to come close to him. The Lord, he likes you and he's drawing you to himself. As a matter of fact, Jesus in the New Testament, he was really passionate about people being able to come and worship God. And in scripture, it's a place where we actually see Jesus get violent over the issue. Here's what it says in John chapter 2, verses 13 through 17. It says, when it was almost time for the Jewish Passover, Jesus went up to Jerusalem in the temple courts and he found people selling cattle, sheep, doves, and others sitting at tax tables uh, exchanging money so he made a whip out of cords and drove them from the temple courts both sheep and cattle he scattered the coins of the money changers and he overturned their tables to those who sold doves he said get out of here stop turning my father's house into a market y'all jesus was mad his disciples remembered that it was written zeal for your house has consumed me y'all jesus got angry because the place of worship had turned into a marketplace. In fact, the temple courts where they're talking about, it was the only place that non-Jewish people could enter the temple for worship. It was their only place available. And so Jesus got fired up. He got angry and he cleared that place out so that everyone, especially the non-Jewish people, could have a place to worship. Y'all, God wants you in his presence. He wants you to have access to him. 
He desires to have you there and he doesn't want there to be anything in between you and him. And he wants you to be there even more than you want to be there. So the first point was you're allowed. You have permission to be in God's presence. The second point is you're wanted. The Lord wants you in his presence even more than you would want to be there. Here's your third point today. God's presence is a place of blessing. God's presence is it's a place of peace. Here's how it says it in Philippians 4. It says, the Lord is near. So do not be anxious for anything. But in every situation, in prayer and petition and with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God that transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Does that sound like maybe a Sunday morning you've had where you went to church and you had a lot of anxiety, a lot of things on your heart. You came into church and you went, you know what? The Lord is near. Don't be anxious for anything. Let me pray and give these things to the Lord and let his peace that passes all understanding guard my heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Again, that scripture says the Lord is near his presence. I remember years ago. I was uh, in an evening worship uh, event, and it was at uh, at Hope Point Church in Chesterfield. And it was one of these, like, it was a several-hour event. We were just worshiping God and honoring God. And I remember um, so distinctly having a vision one night when we were worshiping, this, this particular night when we were worshiping. And in this picture, I saw a long table, and there was food on either ends of the table, like kind of stretching down the table. But... Jesus and I were sitting right across from each other, but not at the very ends, but if you will, at the, the, in the middle of the long section, if you will, right across from each other. And I'm looking at Jesus and he's looking at me. And I remember thinking like my first impression was with all this food and the way that we were positioned, that the purpose of this was for me and Jesus, like we were, it was about us being together. So we're seated there and I pull my my arms out from under the table and there was all of these scratches and things on my arm. And I remember I was really anxious about it. And, and I looked at them and I, I, I put them before Jesus and Jesus, his eyes are on me and there's just this love in his eyes. And he just smiles at me and he reaches across, puts his hands on my arms and I, it's like that I was healed. But I could tell that the things that I was anxious about and, and, and upset about and these scratches and, you know, tears, if you will, it was like he was good. He was good. And I could just see the love and I could see the peace in his eyes. And that that encounter with God, it gave me a lot of peace in that moment. But what I want to share with you today is that it was an encounter in his presence. Like I got that revelation in just a time of worship and just being with the Lord. And there's just. Um, so many times over my lifetime where I'm in worship and I, I can hear in my own heart and mind like a, a scripture or a word or an encouragement or something where, where God is just sharing something from his heart. Not the way we like to say it is, you know, as we pour out our hearts to God, he pours his heart into us. And an atmosphere of worship is the place, you know, where those kind of things can happen. Another blessing that comes in God's presence is that he brings you joy. Psalm 1611 says it this way. You make known to me the path of life. You fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. 
The thing I love about the joy that God gives us in being in his presence is joy is so much deeper than happiness. And joy is that deep thing inside of us that can sustain us, that strengthens us. As a matter of fact, the way Nehemiah says it is, the joy of the Lord is my strength. There is joy in the presence of God. God's presence also will be a blessing to your home and to your household. There's this awesome story. I encourage you to go read it in 2 Samuel verse 6, where David, King David in the Old Testament, he is attempting to bring the Ark of the Covenant, the place of of God's presence on earth, if you will. He's trying to move it up to Jerusalem, back to Jerusalem. And on the way, he did some things wrong, and a man dies, and David gets scared, and he doesn't know what to do. And so what he does is he takes this Ark, and he parks it at at this home, the home of Obed-Edom, for three months, which I think is kind of interesting that the ark was in Obed-Edom's for three months because this whole COVID thing and all this stuff that's going on, this quarantine seems to be around that same time period, doesn't it? Well, during that period of three months where the ark is parked at Obed-Edom's house, it says in Second Corinthians 6 verse 11, it says, The Lord blessed him and his entire household. This is the household of Obed-Edom where the ark of the covenant is. Y'all... God's presence in your home will bless your whole household. I want to say that to you again. God's presence in your home will bless your whole household. It will establish his authority in your home. You don't have to to bring an ark into your home. You just have to invite the presence of God into your house. How do you do that? Well, Simply worship the Lord in your home and he will fill your home with his presence. Now, I want to get practical with you when I talk when I talk about, like, how do you worship God in your home? Because for some of us, this is new, right? We're we're used to coming in on a Sunday morning and, you know, we can sing along and we can join in. We sense the presence of God and it's kind of like, you know, come on in. The water's fine kind of thing. But for some of us, this idea of worshiping in our home and experiencing God's presence in our home is new. And I, I want to make it real practical. Like, how does that happen? And I, two things. First of all, faith. Simply trust that God is already there. Y'all, He's God. He's omnipresent. He's everywhere. You don't have to do anything special, stand a special way. You don't have to do anything special for God to show up in your house. He's already there. It, and it's not about how you feel or if you feel in the moment that He's there. It's about the, the fact that He's already there. You know that He wants you to, to be in His presence. You know that He's made a way for you to be in His presence. So just believe and step in to what's already available. Really simple faith. Just Trust him at his word and enter into his presence. Second, focus. Put your heart and your mind on the Lord. Put your heart and your mind on the Lord. Sing to the Lord, not just about the Lord. Sing like like he's the only one in the room. Say your words to him and to him alone. Express your heart to him. Express your emotions to him. All of them. He can take a wide range of emotions. He's not intimidated by what you're feeling. And to be honest with you, like that's it. It, it, It's really not more complicated than just that position of faith and that focus on him and giving your heart, your words, your your singing, your 
your expression to him. That's it. It's just not more complicated than that. I want to remind you, don't focus on yourself. Focus on him. Focus on the one who loves you. Focus on the one who desires you and wants to be with you even more than you want to be with him. Now, we're going to enter into a time of worship. And I want to encourage you just to remove any distractions um, so that you can just express your heart to the Lord. If you've got something around you that you just need to remove, or maybe you need to get up and, and uh, if you're like me, I'm a pacer. And on Sunday morning when we do these online services, I'm pacing in my, my kitchen because that's just the place I like to worship. But whatever you need to do to just kind of get yourself ready to just enter into a time of worshiping God. And... I want to say, hey, if you're listening today and maybe you want to learn more about following Jesus, uh, maybe you're ready right now to like put your life into his hands. And, and maybe maybe you've walked away from Jesus in the past and it's time to come home. Um, I want to help you. I, we want to walk with you. If that's you today, go to VictoryChristian.Church, click on Next Steps, and um, we want to hear from you because we want to walk with you, okay? Now, I want to pray with everyone, and then we're going to enter into a time where we're just going to have music and singing and worship. And I'm just believing that uh, you're going to encounter God in your home, the presence of God in your home. And um, it's not going to be complicated. There's just going to be a time of faith and focusing on Him, and He's going to be with you in your home. Father, we love you today. We thank you, God, for the privilege of being able to worship you, the privilege of being able to honor you, the privilege of worship. And today, Lord God, we just say, God, would you meet with us in this place? God, I thank you. It's really your ability to come. It's not even our ability to go. It's your ability to to fill a place with your presence. It's your ability to meet with us in a place. And so right now, we just give you our hearts. We believe that you want us. We believe that you've made a way for us through Jesus Christ. And we just say we want to worship you. You are worthy to be worshipped. You're worthy to be honored. We love you and we glorify you. And we invite your presence to be in our homes. We love you. Let your authority and your grace and your love be upon our homes. Lord, we may not deserve it, but God, we desire you. And we worship you and we honor you and we give you this time. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Now, enjoy today's time of worship. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast today, I want to say thank you. If you'd like to go and interact with our worship set, you can go to our Facebook page or you can go to our YouTube channel or even connect with our services on our website, victorychristian.church. And the whole service, including the worship, uh, the singing will be there for you and you can interact that way. Thanks again for listening. If you'd like to connect with us, just go to victorychristian.church. Have a great day.